0: sequence in chapter five of luke's gospel jesus says to peter and the other apostles the fishermen put out into the deep and lower your nets for a catch put out into the deep and lower your nets for a catch and these words throughout the centuries had been reflected on as invitation to each one of us to put out into the deep. But what does this mean? What do these words of Jesus mean, Jesus mean for us today? We're going to turn to a recent saint, Pope, John Paul II, to help us unpack Jesus' invitation to put out into the deep and lower our nets for a catch. And that's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio by my co-host, well, one alternate of my two regular co-hosts. co-hosts. <laughs> I do think you're not really alternate. You and you and Renee, you're, the tag, your tag, you tag Shared. team. You know, yeah. uh, Robin bruggeman um, Renee Kranz is the other ta- member of the tag team. Tag team. That's, uh, no, that's a, there's a hip hop song from the early '90s by Tag Team, but that's another story. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's I'm. <laughs> So, okay, actually, real quick, you know, the, when even when you're in high school or even college, there are songs that you really like because of the beat and so on. And then, like years later, you go back and listen to and the you're words, like, like, "Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh!" So <laughs> this is one of those songs where I'm okay. like, "It's a really fun song, but I'm not like, sure that it's family friendly. Like, there's no swear, but." It, what what's the content of the song i don't know so i'm not going to okay, so refer to okay. it on you the tell me air. After. Uh, i'll tell you <laughs> after in case um yeah
1: yeah. yeah same especially when we become a parent exactly. you're, like, you're like oh didn't know how did that. that
0: um so what we're going to be actually talking about today robin is uh, a letter that john paul ii wrote um uh, january what well, it was it's dated it was officially released january 6th 2001 at the close of the Great Jubilee at the end of the second millennium. So, the beginning of the third millennium of Christian history. So, John Paul II, uh, Pope f- from 19, October 22nd, 1978, until April 5th, 2005, um, who had such a massive impact on me and so millions of people around the world and, and, and others since he died um, almost 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, almost 20 years ago. Um, so jump on a second. So much of his papacy, one of the key of um, one of the key objectives for lack of a better word. I don't like that word right, but it's something we got right now of his papacy. When he was elected, he wanted to prepare the church for the third millennium. He wanted to he wanted to unpack Vatican II. He wanted people to read and live the documents of Vatican, have an appreciation for Vatican II and respond to its call. Um, at the heart of which was to grow in an encounter and relationship with Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of man, who had the answer to true liber, the key to true human liberation, true human freedom. Um, when especially at that time, um, atheistic communism was promoting its version of human freedom, which just enslaved us. Um, so all that, but but one of the things to prepare for the the 2000th. Uh, the year 2000, the quote-unquote 2000th anniversary of Jesus' birth, mm-hmm. the birth of the Redeemer of mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so much of it, so he was elected with in '78, and his eye was on the third millennium. Mm-hmm. So he's preparing for it um, for the next 20 years, and, and um, leads us in, in into the great jubilee um, of the year 2000. Jermaine and I, my wife and I. Um, we got married in 1999 the jubilee began uh, christmas eve with midnight mass so technically technically it was christmas more early christmas morning um december 25th i mean christmas eve midnight mass 1999 and germaine and i were in saint peter's basilica because you were living there because i was living there as a yeah. grad student we just been married six months before opening the great jubilee the opening of the holy doors the and they're doors, opened yeah. o- only on uh, for for special holy years um and so living in I came moved back to the States the summer of two thousand yeah, the summer of two thousand. Um so the six months living in Rome as part of the Great Jubilee. And wow. then he as it came to an end, he wrote and then released a letter called the Latin it's an apostolic letter. The the Latin title is Novo Millennium <laughs> Novo Millennio Ineunte. Novo Millennium Ineunte. It's on at the close of the Great Jubilee of the year 2000. Um, So I was thinking recently about this letter, and I'll explain why I was thinking about this letter. Um, Because he starts off with the words from Jesus' gospel, put out into the deep. In Latin, it's "Duc in altum, put out into the deep. Again, Jesus' words to Peter, Luke chapter 5. And so Jesus... um, invites peter to trust him so the context of the story robin do you remember the context of that story in luke chapter 25 or chapter 5 rather yeah do you you remember any of the details you
1: know when they weren't catching fish yeah they'd been out all night
0: it's morning
1: they're not catching any fish and then our lord is like hey try over here
0: so that's kind of mixing John's account. Oh, okay. Where he says, put out on the other side. Luke, they'd fished all night because you in, in the Sea of Galilee, you fished at night. Yep. It's the morning. They didn't catch anything. So your yep. fishing time is over. It's daytime yep. now. And Jesus is there on the seashore um, casting seashells.
1: And, <laughs> skipping stones.
0: <laughs> uh, Mercedes, the last two weeks really got down how much wood would a chuck chuck if wood chuck a oh, chuck would chuck, wood. Wood, chuck, wood, chuck As all the wood because you've been wood, traveling chuck, so seashells so, so anyway uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's why I he's pausing Jesus is teaching the seashore um, and he turns to Peter um, who they've met before uh, and he says put out into the deep so cast out back mm-hmm. cast out push mm-hmm. back out <laughs> into the the deeper waters and lure your nets for catch and Lord I've been fishing all night but okay and they have a great catch of fish and Peter, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. Lord, depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Um, Come follow me, and I'll make you fish of men. Yes. That. So JP2 takes up that invitation, Mm -hmm. um, command, directive even, put out into the deep as words for us today. So these words of Jesus, John Paul 2 makes them the focus of this letter, which is... About twenty two and a half years old, and it's it, it's at the close of the great Jubilee, the dawn of the third millennium now, and I still think they have resonance for us. That's why I want to look at this letter. but the the context for me more personally, was um, actually the Saturday before Pentecost. Well, the Saturday a week before Pentecost, where just a, 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 in, in my own um, it wasn't prayer time it was I was actually I was reading um, and there's this an invitation from the Lord. To go into the depths, mm-hmm. um, and for me, uh, so Robin, you've, you're uh, participating in the School of Missionary Discipleship, mm-hmm. which our diocese offers. So, from I've talked about um, uh, in in the first year, which is focused on prayer and some of the moral virtues. I've talked about temperance, uh, and for me, what this really means is uh, just a recognition for me that in order for me to go into the depths with Jesus. Um, I, I'm on a, I am on I do not have the lung capacity. So think of like the, the, like the people who like they don't use scuba gear. They just have, have developed the ability to just take massive breaths and mm-hmm. stay underwater water mm-hmm. for like a minute or two swimming around. Like yeah. how do they do that in order for me to develop that sort of spiritual lung capacity to go into the depths where Jesus wants me to go with him um, to explore and look around and, and I'll, I'll tell more, but yeah. where he wants me to explore the ground in a minute. But in order to do that, I have to, I have to develop my spiritual lung capacity. And for me, what that means is growing in temperance and her daughter virtues, among other things, but especially mm-hmm. temperance and her daughter virtues. Because it, uh, it, it, with without me becoming more temperate, I, I won't have the capacity
1: mm-hmm.
0: to go into the depths. And really, where he wants me to go, we're not going to go spelunking um, underwater, cave diving. It's the depths of his heart he's inviting me into the depths of his heart, put out into the deep, come into the depths of my heart. Uh, but I can't do, in my case, among other things, he just invited me to be attentive to uh, growing intemperance and her daughters. Things I've talked about before, um, it, I, I, because only because I've talked about it publicly, it's the reason I'm mentioning it. The Lord has invited me uh, over the last several years to fast and, mm-hmm. um, And I took that seriously a couple years ago, and uh, then I got sloppy and lazy about it. So there's just been the last couple months, I mean, Pentecost was a couple months ago, a renewed invitation Mm. to um, that particular form of personal mortification and penance. But other things as well, um, screen time, and all the other Mm -hmm. things that I need to grow in temperance of Mm -hmm. in order for me to develop that spiritual lung capacity, to go into the depths of Jesus's heart which means to enter into a deeper relationship with him um to yeah in a greater way so you were and, and there I've been talking a lot here robin that's no, so
1: good so good i was just writing that down and i know you're always like you can go back and watch but yeah i mean it's so good to Develop your own spiritual lung capacity. Mm. Oh my gosh. That is so good. Because for each of us it's different. Yep, it is. The yep. Lord yep. will show us what we need yep. to refine yep. and purge out to make more mm-hmm. air space. Exactly. To fill with yep. his his good stuff.
0: I remember my one of my my mom's dad, my maternal grandfather, Grandpa Glenn. Um he uh He'd been a smoker um, in his youth, uh, into young adulthood. I, when I knew him, and she was probably, Grandpa's probably 50-ish when mm-hmm. I came along, maybe maybe late 40s. Um, I, he didn't, He quit smoking by then. But I remember in, in Grandma and Grandpa's house, he had one of these, uh, uh, basically a machine to help him maintain oh. or, or increase his lung capacity. Yeah. He had to yeah. blow, yeah. Like, like just really yeah. like, yeah. blow a long, take a deep breath and blow mm-hmm. as long as you can, keep this little ball up yeah, or whatever. Yeah. This is a way for him to, because of his bad smoking, or the smoking habit he mm-hmm. had, he really needed to make sure that he was maintaining his lung capacity. Yeah, good comparison. Um, so an invitation, I mean, that's like a, yeah. a metaphor there for
1: yeah, exactly good stuff.
0: So, uh, that's kind of the personal thing that Jesus has been inviting me to. But what I want to look at here is, uh, I love this letter because it's sort of like march the marching orders from JP two for the church as we enter into the third millennium. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're we're 23 years in, but I think these in many these marching orders in many ways are still they still work uh, they're still, they still they're still valid
1: orders. Absolutely. Okay.
0: So I want to. Uh, we're going to start with Article 1, and we'll, okay. see where, we'll see where we go from there. But if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Robin Bruggeman about John Paul II's apostolic letter at the close of the great jubilee of the year 2000. The Latin title is Novo Millennio Inuente, and uh, his elaboration in this letter on Jesus' words put out into the deep. So this is a letter which he addressed addresses to all members of the church. So at the beginning of most papal teachings, documents, it's sort of who it's to. Um, oftentimes it's it's to large groups of people. Um, there's many times when letters are written to the entire church, this is one of them. So it says, to my brother bishops, to priests and deacons, men and women religious, and all the lay faithful. Um, and, and this is, uh, we're gonna look at article one, I'm just gonna take it sort of a paragraph at a time. Um, and we'll unpack it. So last week, Robin, we looked at Mother Teresa's letter and you read it beautifully all the way through. I'm not gonna read this all the
1: Thank way you, it's this, this a little bit harder. <laughs>
0: uh, so article one begins this way. At the beginning of the new millennium and at the close of the great Jubilee during which we celebrated the 2000th anniversary of the birth of Jesus and a new mm-hmm. stage of the church's journey begins, our hearts ring out with the words of Jesus when one day after speaking to the crowds from Simon's boat, He invited the apostle to put out into the deep for a catch. Buc in altum, again, Latin for put out into the deep. Luke 5, verse 4. Peter and his first companions trusted Jesus' words and cast the nets. And then from Luke 5, verse 6, when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. So he starts by just we're, we're the beginning of the new millennium, we're closing the great Jubilee. Um, we've celebrated the 2000th anniversary of Jesus' birth, new stage in the church's journey, just because a milestone. Um, Mm -hmm. There's nothing necessarily new in a deeper way, um, but it's been 2000 years, so now we're entering Mm -hmm. into this new millennium. Um, And I I, I love just that little phrase, our hearts ring out with the words of Jesus when one day, blah, 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 put out into the deep. Duke in Alt, Our hearts ring out. It's not just, I want to talk about, or let's think about. Mm-hmm. No, he, he says, our, his heart is ringing out. He invites our hearts to ring out with these words, put out into the deep. So, why, why this invitation? Let your heart ring out with the words, put out into the deep. That's, I think, like, if you're reading this, well, why is your heart ringing with this? Why do you want my heart to ring with this? JP2. So he goes on, Duke in altum. Again, put out into the deep. These words ring out for us today, and they invite us to remember the past with gratitude, to live the the present with enthusiasm, and to look forward to the future with confidence. And then from Hebrews 13, verse eight, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Robin, Robin, Robin. Yes. Are you, are you,
1: so. You're getting so excited. <laughs>
0: I knew, I, I had skimmed Article 1 a couple weeks ago. That's why I got the idea. I, I put out Into the Deep and mm-hmm. I pulled up Novo um, Day and I skimmed our, oh, we're going to talk about this in addition. Um, but I didn't read it closely until, so like that second paragraph of Article 1, I just read closely for the first time. Oh my gosh.
1: You're having this right now?
0: Right now, right now. This is right <laughs> okay. now. This is Yay.
1: right
0: now. We, we need to hear these words right now. I know I'm bouncing your water bottle across the table, (laughs) and just in case people couldn't hear that, sorry. sorry, uh, Yeah, I'm getting Elise is adjusting the sound. Okay, stop pounding the table, Bergwald. Okay,
1: keep keep telling us back. this is exciting.
0: We, as disciples of Jesus Christ in the Catholic Church, need to hear these words of John Paul II that he wrote 22 and a half years ago today. Remember the past with gratitude live the present with enthusiasm look forward to the future with confidence there is oh this is this is a loaded word from the american political scene in the 1970s there's a malaise i think in the hearts and minds of many Catholics living today like oh like look at what's going on in the world look at the the confusion in the church what what the he- lord what's going on lord where are you um from well, many of the gospel accounts, Jesus, you're sleeping in the boat. There's a storm. Wait, wait, wait. And John My Paul II says to us from heaven Well, he wrote he wasn't in heaven he wrote it, but he's in heaven now. Remember the past with gratitude, live the present with enthusiasm, look forward to the future with confidence. So I, I think when when so we've, we've, we have just experienced the last few years a pandemic. There is a lot of confusion in the church. We've talked about that on Ignition before. Renee and I uh, recorded an episode just uh, a month or two ago about confusion in the church. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I mean, some bishops, even cardinals, who are saying things that just, that on, on their face, that are just off base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people are like, I think people are despondent and even tempted to or succumbing to despair, mm-hmm. which is a sin. Because when you despair, you're failing to trust and hope in the Lord. And we're, okay, for me, when I am tempted to despair, when I fall into despair, what's happened there is I am relying on my own strength instead of the Lord. So one way to counteract that temptation is to first, so the the, the present, past, and future. Remember the past of gratitude. And that, that word I've talked about remember how many times over the years remember what God has done for you. Remember what God has done for us. They're, they're, um, Father Richard Varus uh, priest for the Archdiocese in New York, contributed Magnificat. One of his books, Jesus of Israel says, for the Jewish people, the greatest sin is to forget. Mm. The greatest sin is to forget. Like, well, I could think of a lot worse. I, oh my gosh, I forget where my keys are. Is yeah, that really yeah. worth than <laughs> me slapping Elise upside the face? Uh, <laughs> Well, not to forget my keys, but to forget the Lord and his love. We talked about last week, Mother Teresa, his longing and his thirsting for us to forget what he's done for us, what he's done for me. That is in many ways, the quote unquote greatest sin. Because when we forget, that's when all starts to fall apart. Mm -hmm. So, so often great spiritual teachers, um, saints from the past and saints in the making today will encourage us to start prayer time, for example, with gratitude. Mm -hmm. Think about in the last day, since you prayed last, what are the gifts that God has given to you? So, remember, so he, he JP2 was talking about the close of the great Jubilee and the start of the third millennium. I'm talking, so I'm taking this, and I think this is an, 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 one of many antidotes to falling into spiritual malaise um, uh, and despondency or even despair. First, remember what God has done for you. Remember what he's done for you over the course of your life. Remember what he's done for you in the last day. So remember the past with gratitude. Gratitude. Live the present with enthusiasm. Jesus Christ is alive. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is with me. He is walking me through this. He's giving me everything that I need to accomplish the task that he's, but even he's giving me, he's with me. Before we get to what he wants me to do, he's with me. me, longing for me and thirsting for me, loving me. So live, so I, I can live the present with. Now, what that looks like, you know, I mean, I'm uh, the way that I live my enthusiasm might be different. but I don't know. The three of us, I think, live enthusiasm in this room right now. Live enthusiasm pretty similarly, but then we have friends and colleagues who are a bit calm. Your 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 husband, my friend Spike Spike Bergman, <laughs> lives just, his enthusiasm in welcome. a different way than than Chris Bergwald does. But Spike lives his life enthusiastically, mm-hmm. even if it looks differently than
1: yeah. it does with yeah. me.
0: So live the present with enthusiasm. It's a great day to be alive.
1: Our existence.
0: Yes. Yeah. And look forward to the future with confidence. Why? This is not, not optimism, but with confidence because we trust in the Lord. And then that quote from Hebrews, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, forever. He's not going anywhere. He's not asleep He's at the wheel. He's solid. <laughs> he is the rock. Uh, on which ultimately the church is founded he's the foundation mm-hmm. stone in which he built his church founded on Peter himself so I know I'm going you really so excited uh, <laughs> thoughts Robin I just I just talked oh, about keep it. going really keep going yeah keep going because oh, right, you're so going. excited right. let's get it out uh, <laughs> keep it going <laughs> so paragraph three article one Novo une unte. the church's joy was great this year as she devoted herself to, com- to contemplating the face of her bridegroom and lord so just, I'm going to pause right there The church's joy was great this year as she devoted herself to contemplating the face of her bridegroom and Lord. So our joy comes from contemplating the face of Jesus. This was the church in the year 2000 as a whole, the the family of God, the followers of Jesus, the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. But it can be true for each one of us as well. My joy flows from me contemplating Um, Begging for the gift, the grace of contemplative prayer, Mm -hmm. contemplating the face of Jesus, uh, her bridegroom and Lord. Mm -hmm. She, the church, became more than ever a pilgrim people, so people making pilgrimage, a pilgrim people led by him who is the great shepherd of the sheep. With extraordinary energy, involving so many of her members, the people of God here in Rome and as well as in Jerusalem, in all, in and in all the individual local churches, which is church speak for dioceses. Mm-hmm. So here in Sioux Falls, um, there were the, the the three great. There was the, the journey to holiness thing. Mm-hmm. It's before I got here, but three great gatherings leading up mm-hmm. to. And I think in the year two thousand two thousand one, I think was the last one. But we had the journey to holiness festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, So we we went through the holy door that is Christ. So yeah, there's the holy door in St. Peter's. There's holy doors in cathedrals. But the holy door in the spiritual sense is Jesus himself. To him who is the goal of history and the one savior of the world, the church and the spirit cried out, Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. So the church, with, filled by the Holy Spirit, cry out, Come, Lord Jesus. And, and there is a way, we're always, Christians do, we, we pray for the second coming. Mm-hmm. We look forward to, we anticipate the second coming. Come, Lord Jesus. So come again um, at the end of time, whatever that is. But we also pray for him. Come today, oh, no. Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come now. Come here. Um, into my heart, alongside me, and along with everybody else that I'm mm-hmm. with. You got anything? No, I just love it. All right. Uh, the next paragraph, final paragraph of Article One. It is impossible to take the measure of this event of grace, which in the course of the year has touched people's hearts. So JP two is saying the Great Jubilee of the Year 2000. It's impossible of us to. It's it's impossible of us impossible for us to measure the magnitude of what God has done in the hearts of his people mm-hmm. this year. But certainly, so we can say something, we can't measure it, but we can say something. But certainly a river of living water, the water that continually f- flows from the throne of God and of the lamb, the reference there to Revelation twenty-two one has been poured out into the church. So again, but certainly a river of living water, the water that continually flows from the throne of God and of the lamb has been poured out on the church. What is this river? He tells us in the next sentence. This is the water of the Spirit, which quenches thirst and brings new life. This is the merciful love of the Father, which has once again been made known and given to us in Christ. At the end of this year, we can repeat with renewed jubilation the ancient words of thanksgiving from Psalm 118, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. So, in this paragraph, he's just going back to talking about how... And there's so much that's happened, but certainly this river of living water, the Holy Spirit, has been poured out on the church. Um, And and again, whatever the year 2000 looked like for anybody who's listening right now, and some may not have been alive at the time of the year 2000, but that was the reality of what happened. God poured himself out. The Holy Spirit was poured out upon the church in this great jubilee, and we are invited he, then to live from the gr- the, the particular grace, uh, the special grace that was the jubilee of the year two thousand. Even twenty two years later, Robin, we're about running out of time. I what, what what do you have to say, Robin Bruggemann?
1: Well, it's like this well, and it just like started, in my head just is like spilling out, and it's like, come, come to the living water. I just. So good, amen.
0: so good. Amen, amen. So, any other thoughts? Just, I mean, we we did. I I, I didn't think we would get beyond Article One, and I was right. Um,
1: <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> and, there. Any
0: thoughts? Uh, just based on his words or or some of my enthusiastic commentary thereon.
1: Look forward to the future with confidence. Mm.
0: Say more. Why Why does that strike you?
1: Well, because we're living in wonky times yeah, right now, <laughs> and. Right here, I mean, you know, let's look to the past with gratitude. Let's live present with you know, enthusiasm and look forward to the future. Let's live present the holy moment that we're in. And let's be confident of what God is going to do going forward.
0: Amen. He's got it. He does. He's I'm got it. He's reminded. the same yesterday,
1: today, and tomorrow.
0: Exactly. I'm reminded as you're talking there of his words at the Last Supper. In the world you encounter many troubles, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Amen. Live the present with enthusiasm and the future with confidence. Look forward to the future with confidence. Yeah. Great. Yeah, so I would just invite uh, all of our listeners, viewers to consider, if you haven't read it before, it's not, there There, there are definitely longer pontifical documents, papal documents out there, um, 77 pages in this small format. Give it a read and maybe pray with it. And we'll <laughs> leave it at that, Robin. Thanks. Good stuff. And folks, that wraps up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with questions about this episode or ideas for future ones. May God bless you.